Friends, welcome to another episode of Catholic Ad Lib. Catholic Ad Lib is a podcast where we love to focus on the Gospels and just to create more dialogue about the Gospels since there's really nothing like the Gospels. So today the uh, title is The Christmas Question. So we are now our second week into Advent. Today is the second Sunday of Advent. And, you know, we're all busy getting trees and putting up lights and and getting our shopping done or starting it, maybe. So I, I thought I would offer or share a question that's been on my mind for a few days now. And this really hit me hard when, and I'm probably like a lot of people, you know, we have some favorite Christmas songs. And <clears throat> there are some songs we get tired of listening to, we need a break from. But there's a well-known song that I've been really, really praying with uh, because of the lyrics, although I love the tune, and I'll get to that in a minute. But first, you know, ask yourself, do we really know what we celebrate, not just on Christmas, but on, uh, but on all holidays? I think sometimes we're so caught up in the, the hubbub that, that we don't consider and therefore have a bona fide or true reaction to the holiday. Here's one easy example. The 4th of July, you know, it's, it's actually pretty difficult, I think, to stop and appreciate our freedom and what that means. Um, 4th of July easily can be about fireworks and hot dogs and apple pie and and those kind of things, and flags. But and we all know that's really not the meaning of the 4th of July. But as for Christmas, what's been on my mind of late is the root question of Christmas. Just what is it about Christmas? Why all the fuss? And and the fuss, again, is Christmas trees and presents and, and all that stuff. But I think we all know that's not... That's not the core. That's not the reason for Christmas, just just to, to uh, stuff a stocking and things like that. So if you're thinking that Jesus was born and that's the reason for Christmas, yes, absolutely. I can agree with that. If you would like to advance the notion that, that God came to earth in the form of a little babe, yes, I, I agree with that. And if we're to have a Merry Christmas, a real Merry Christmas, why is that? What's at the core of this great day, this great feast that would make it merry? And there's a person, a myth that is very popular this time of year, and that's St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, Kris Kringle. Fine for young children, but listen to what Peter Kraft had to say about good old Santa Claus. He says, Santa Claus makes our kids happy, even though he's only a myth, and he only visits our house for a few hours on Christmas Eve. The Holy Spirit makes us deeply happy because he is real, and he lives in our souls forever. His gifts are also better than toys. They are love, joy, peace, patience, 
kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And he ends by saying, Would you rather have those or a partridge in a pear tree? Peter Kraft is awesome at at drawing parallels and and showing uh, how to view things much, 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 much differently for our benefit. But when when Peter Kraft made the comparison about the partridge and the pear tree, it got me thinking and I I did a little, little digging. And I learned that, and most of you probably know this, but the partridge in the pear in the pear tree is symbolic of Christ upon the cross. So in the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, the partridge is symbolic as a mother partridge because, here's the key part, she would feign injury to decoy a predator away from her nest. So the partridge is even willing to die for her, for her young brood. So let's consider the young birds that the partridge is protecting and is willing to die for. The young are helpless, just as we are helpless without our partridge on the cross. But why are we helpless? Well, we are helpless to fight demons. It's true. We are helpless to fight demons. And that's why we need Christ. That is why he came. And he came, and I love this from Father John Ricardo. He came more or less behind enemy lines. And I think C.S. Lewis was, was a part of this thinking. So Christ really duped the devil. The devil would never, can't conceive love and wouldn't understand that Christ came as just a baby in a manger in a backwater town of Bethlehem. He just couldn't understand that. And that's why he was duped. Remember the partridge willing to die for her brood? We are the brood of Christ, so to speak, right? And just as the, as I said earlier, the mother partridge would feign injury, Christ on the cross feigned death to, again, dupe the devil. Which brings me to a song. And again, the words of this song struck me so amazingly. And I'm going to try to do a little background for you here. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Those words alone, it's as though we are saying, please, Lord, please, please, please come. And the next line, and ransom captive Israel. We are captive and we need ransomed. Exactly what Christ did. And we mourn in lowly exile here. Exile because we are away from heaven until we see him there face to face. We are in exile until the Son of God appear. 
and the refrain is rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Let me rephrase that. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. We have confidence, we have joy, we are jubilant. So maybe instead of Merry Christmas, it's, hey, have a jubilant Christmas. Because A, our Lord came, B, he's with us, and C, he will come again. So let's rejoice. And I wish you all the greatest, greatest Christmas you ever had. God bless.